When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're still here. Hi, we're here. And we're getting in tune. Down the seven bridges road. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, October 11th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. That 70s show stars Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp, who played Red and Kitty Foreman on the popular Fox sitcom, are officially returning to their roles for a spin-off series at Netflix. The 10-episode season will be called That 90s Show, and we'll see Red and Kitty in the year 1995 in Wisconsin. Leah Foreman, the daughter of Eric and Donna, played on That 70s Show by Topher Grace and Laura Prepon, is visiting her grandparents for the summer where she bonds with a new generation of Point Place kids. No Time to Die didn't have quite as much life at the box office as hoped. Daniel Craig's final outing as James Bond earned an estimated $56 million domestically in its debut weekend, falling short of the $60 to $70 million projection. Internationally, No Time to Die has pulled in more than $300 million. Tom Hardy's superhero sequel, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, slipped to second place with $32 million. And rounding out the top five at this weekend's box office were The Addams Family 2 with $10 million, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings with $4.2 million, and The Many Saints of Newark with almost $1.5 million. If Madonna strikes you as someone who doesn't have any regrets, think again. And hers is all because of a blockbuster movie. On The Tonight Show, the Queen of Pop revealed to host Jimmy Fallon that she once turned down a role in The Matrix, saying, quote, Can you believe that? That's like one of the biggest movies ever made. A teeny tiny part of me regrets just that one moment in my life. It's time for the cast of The Real World Los Angeles to stop being polite and start getting real. Again, because the first teaser trailer for The Real World Homecoming Los Angeles is here. Paramount Plus and MTV just revealed the first footage from the second installment of the reunion series, which will debut November 24th on Paramount Plus. Both Beths, David, Glenn, Irene, John, and Tammy, will reunite in the same iconic Venice Beach house they lived in back in 1993. BBC America has announced that the new season of Doctor Who will premiere October 31st and released a promo clip which teases the return of some old friends. And by old friends, we mean terrifying statues. You can check out the footage from both Doctor Who and the Real World Homecoming Los Angeles at EW.com, which of course is where you can also find other news reviews, interviews, and much more. Now let's get out of this world with our number three pick, Roswell, New Mexico. The CW series is wrapping up its third season with a two-hour finale as it comes time for the ultimate showdown with Jones. 
While Liz and Heath continue working on the science in hopes of stopping him, Isabel helps Kyle save a life, and Jones tries to obtain something from Michael. The effort to defeat him brings everyone together, but will they all make it out alive? And let's not forget about Maria's vision from the start of the season. Here's a quick preview. Shall we take a vote on who dies if Liz doesn't mend my genetics? This compound will keep Max and Jones apart for good. What happens when the serum and the science fail? I am here to beg you, kill me to stop Jones. That certainly seems ominous. Ultimately, it all comes down to Liz, who must trust herself if she's going to save the man she loves. It all begins tonight at 8 on The CW. As we all eagerly await the return of Cobra Kai, season four will drop New Year's Eve on Netflix, by the way, star Sholo Maraduena recently spoke to EW for our Celebrating Latinx art series, and he graciously answered the question, what you watching? Recently, I've been watching Entourage. I really like Entourage. You know, Vinny's friend group reminds me a lot of my own friend group. And that's not to say that I feel like I'm Vinny, but it's super fun watching the show. I don't know, it feels at, like similar to the experience that, you know, that I might have or the people around me might have in this industry, but um, super funny. I feel like me and all of my friends are turtle from that show. Um, also been watching, I just finished season two of Dave, really good. Um, I'm a huge fan of hip hop and all things you know, rap related. So it's cool to see a show that is able to tackle that subject without having it be about the like, the life, you know what I'm saying? We certainly do. Back in June, EW's Darren Franich ranked Dave among the best shows of 2021 so far, praising the way it, quote, swerves between pop dance decadence, anxious cultural button pushing, and intimate romantic turmoil. You can stream that on FX on Hulu, and you can find Entourage streaming on HBO Max. Number two. All right, let's get back to voicing our picks with today's number two, The Voice. The blind auditions are complete, and it's on to the battles this week, with the coaches putting their artists up against each other in a singing match on the same song. As usual, one of the pair will advance to the knockouts, and the loser may be stolen by another coach. Here's a clip from tonight's episode featuring Girl Named Tom and Kinsey Rose of Teen Kelly. Gorgeous indeed. Who knew battles could be so harmonious? Tonight's episode will also see the arrival of the Battle Advisors, which will include Jason Aldean for Team Kelly, Camila Cabello for Team Legend, Kristen Chenoweth for Team Ariana, and Dirks Bentley for Team Blake. How did they choose? Well, here's Blake on why he selected Bentley. I invited uh, Dirks Bentley 
to be my mentor this season. I almost did the same. Uh, did you? Yeah. I invited him because I'm basically uh, <laughs> running out of people to invite. Just kidding, Dirks. <laughs> uh, I've been a fan of Dirks's uh, for for years. Uh, his music, and I was also fascinated when he came out. He has the same hairstyle as the greatest American hero. Yeah. Uh, and I've always what? thought that was cool and edgy that he was that he just went there with his hair. The criteria for your uh, advisor is amazing. Yeah, it's it's not, the bar's not set very high uh, anymore. After it's, it's I had arbitrary. Uh, after I had Bette Midler years ago, it's just you know it's all been downhill. Uh, Whatever you had yeah. me as an advisor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she really walked right into that one. The battles get underway on The Voice tonight at eight on NBC. It's trivia time. Speaking of Dirk Bentley, the country singer ranks among the most Grammy-nominated artists without a win. How many nods has Bentley received over his career? 13, 14, or 17? Stick around for that answer and today's number one pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, Saturday Night Live premiered on NBC 46 years ago today on October 11th, 1975. Created by Lorne Michaels and originally titled NBC's Saturday Night, the sketch show launched with nine cast members, including Gilda Radner, John Belushi, Chevy Chase, and Dan Aykroyd. George Carlin hosted that first episode, which also featured musical guests Billy Preston and Janice Ian, the first appearance of The Bees, and many of what would become SNL's trademarks, including Weekend Update and the introduction, Live from New York, It's Saturday Night. The show quickly became a success and, of course, is now a television institution, having recently kicked off its 47th season with host Owen Wilson, followed by this weekend's episode with Kim Kardashian West. Ted Lasso star and SNL alum Jason Sudeikis returns this Saturday to host. And now let's drag out our number one pick for today, HBO's We're Here. The wonderful drag makeover series returns as Bob the Drag Queen, Eureka O'Hara, and Shangela continue their journey, spreading love and connection across small-town America. This season, the queens will recruit local residents from Temecula, California, Del Rio, Texas, and Selma, Alabama, among other towns, to participate in one-night-only drag shows and express their genuine selves in front of their families, friends, and communities. Here's a preview. People shouldn't make you feel like you have to apologize for being yourself. We are going to take you to where you want to go and beyond. Heels, lashes, wig. I think somebody's feeling it, girl. I just want to be who the hell I am without hating myself. One day while the light is glowing, 
the amount of love that you have for your brother, for you to take a walk in his shoes, that's going to be a huge moment. I don't want the audience thinking that I'm pretending to be something I'm not, when really I'm becoming something that I am. I'm not going to lie, I was playing like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, we're here for We're Here. Tonight's episode will take the Queens to Spartansburg, South Carolina. But the emotional Selma episode later this season will be a true highlight. The episode features Shangela posing in front of the Edmund Pettus Bridge, where civil rights activists marched for black Americans' rights to vote nearly 60 years ago. Shangela recently spoke to EW's Joey Nolfi about what that moment meant to her. If I can even describe the feeling, because it's like, you know, you think of the history of that bridge, you think of the trauma that that bridge holds, you you think of the significance of the moment that, you know, so many people made the attempt to march across that bridge and were beaten in Bloody Sunday. The people who survived, the people who came back and then triumphantly marched across fighting for equality. And here we are in 2021, you know, especially as black people, myself as a black person, as LGBTQIA plus people, we're still fighting for equality. We're fighting discrimination. We're fighting for acceptance and uh, an equal treatment for all people. And so standing on that bridge as a black gay person raised in the South, as someone who had come to that town to help amplify the voices and hopefully find a community of support for the gays there, but also as a person that understood the significance of the moment, it was very powerful. And mm -hmm. I hope that more people, after watching this episode, understand the significance of Selma, see the heart of Selma in addition to the history of Selma and really have a greater understanding. That is going to be quite a powerful moment. Be sure to check out that full interview with Shangela over at EW.com and be sure to catch We're Here tonight at 9 on HBO or streaming on HBO Max. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. How many Grammy nominations has Dirk Bentley received without a win? 13, 14, or 17? If you took the middle ground, you're right. The answer is 14. Only seven people have received more Grammy nods without winning, including Bjork, Brian McKnight, and Snoop Dogg. So at least Bentley's in pretty good company. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall.